All right. Blog Talk Radio.
You have now tuned in to another episode of Indie Fire right here uh, with your host, Nakia. And that was Baton Rouge, Louisiana's own um, R&B hip-hop artist, Mojo Freak, with Daughter. Make sure you're following her on all social media um, at Mojo Free. So I want to talk very quickly about some things that have gone on since we talked Tuesday um, because I'm excited to have our guest here tonight. And I'm always excited. Don't, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm always excited for all of our guests here tonight. But um, this is season three. And this is a guest who was with us on season one. So I'm super excited to talk to her. You know, we converse through social media um, every now and again. But I'm just excited just to see what has been uh, going on in her world since we last spoke. Um, as you all know, last night was the Billboard Music Awards. Right, I didn't watch it. I was knee deep in doing eighth grade homework, um, but I do want to just recap just a little bit for those who may not have gotten the opportunity to watch it. Um, just some of the the winners for last night: um, best rap song went to Cardi B, Bad Bunny, J Balvin for "I Like It." Um, let's see, R&B album. Yes, this was this was major right here. Um, in that category for the best R and B al- album, um, her, LMA, both self entitled, uh, Khalid with American Teen, and The Weeknd with My Dear Melancholy. Everybody knows, you know, The Weeknd. That's my man. Um, but I'm so glad that XXX Tentacion run for 17. Um, so congratulations to uh, his family on that huge win. Hot 100 song uh, in that category. There were a lot of uh, a lot a lot of good choices. Um, and let's see, Luther Dreams, uh, Juice World, Sicko Mode, Travis Scott, Better Now, Post Malone, I Like It, Cardi B, Bad Bunny, J Balvin, and the winner was Cardi B and Maroon Five with Girls Like You. Um, best Latin song, yes, this was huge too. Um, Taki Taki, uh, Cardi B, Selena Gomez, Ozuna, um, X, My Nikki Jam, J Balvin, uh, MIA, Drake and Bad Bunny, Dura, uh, Daddy Yankee, and the winner was Tebote, Ozuna, Bad Bunny, Nikki Jam. That song right there is fire. If you haven't heard the remix, oh my gosh, that song is fire. Billboard Top uh, 200 album. Uh, another another category where it was really 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 tight. Um, Beer Bones and Bentley's Post Malone Invasion of Privacy, Cardi B, Astro World, Travis Scott, um, Question Mark, XXX Tentacion, and the winner was uh, Drake with Scorpion. Congratulations. Uh, let's see. Let's see. All right, R and B song. Best R and B song. So in that category, Chris Brown and Lil Dicky with Freaky Friday. Uh, Trip, <laughs> LMA, No Brainer, that's Justin Bieber, DJ Khaled, Quavo. Um, and I think that one has Lil Wayne on it, too, I think. Don't quote me. Um, Khalid with Better. And the winner, Booed Up, LMA. Like y'all didn't know that would have taken that category. Best Artist. Um Post Malone, Cardi B, Ariana Grande, Travis Scott, and the winner was Drake. Uh, best female artist, Halsey, 
Taylor Swift, Cardi B, LMA, and the winner was Ariana Grande. Uh, best female rap artist, Nicki Minaj, City Girls, and Cardi B. And the winner was Cardi B. Hot 100 artists, Juice World, Ariana Grande, Cardi B, Post Malone, and the winner was Drake. Uh, best collaboration, got Love Lives with Khalid and Normani. Happier with Marcello and Bastille. I like it. Cardi B, Bad Bunny, J Balvin. Psycho, Post Malone, Ty Dolla Sign. And the winner is was Girls Like You, Cardi B and Maroon 5. Um, best female, I'm sorry, best male artist went to Drake. Best rap album went to Drake. Um, best Latin artist, Ozuna. Streaming songs artist, Drake. You see a lot of repetition here. Um, a lot. Uh, so pretty much Drake racked up for the evening. And I want to say he took home 10 awards. I'm not sure what how many he was nominated for. I know Cardi was nominated for 21. She took home six. Um so congratulations to to all of the winners, all of the nominees, and all of the winners of last night's um, Billboard Music Awards. I do want to send our prayers again, our thoughts and prayers to Peebo Bryson. He suffered a heart attack um, earlier this week, and I haven't heard much more about that. Um, but just uh, we continue to keep him in our thoughts and prayers, as well as the family of. John Singleton, who passed away um, on Tuesday, and um, my gosh, I don't want to mess her name up. The niece of um, the Braxton sisters, their their only brother, his daughter um, was 24. She had a heart condition. She was found unresponsive on Monday, and she has also passed away. Our condolences are to um, those families. Let me backtrack a minute. Drake won 12. Billboard um, Awards last night. Um, he made history as uh, the artist with the most Billboard Awards of all time. So congratulations to Drake and again all of the other nominees and all of the winners at last night's Billboard Music Awards. Uh, Remy Ma is in a little trouble again. Um, earlier this month, there was an altercation where um, a young lady by the name of Brittany on one of those loving hip-hop dramas um, or Real Housewives or somewhere anyway, talking about Remy Ma. Um, she was accused of assaulting her. She did turn herself in yesterday. Um, more like, I guess, just questioning, I guess, because she has been uh, released since. So we're going to follow that story and let you all know, you know, exactly what happened, who said what how it was said, and um, what's going on from there. All right? i 
Just tuning in, you're live right here on Indie Fire with your host, Nakia, and our special guest this evening, the Mistress of Soul, Zayna Blackwell. She's known as the Mistress of Soul, a title given her by a local promoter and producer. Zayna Blackwell has been singing since the age of four years old. Singing first in church, you can often find her in the youth and young adult choirs of various local churches. While still holding on to her gospel roots, Dana began singing R&B professionally in the early 90s, and she hasn't stopped yet. Her eclectic musical taste and style has enabled her to develop a voice that includes genres such as R&B, funk, jazz, and even rock and roll. Dana credits her first band, Thrill Train, for opening her up to singing rock and roll, and credits Mr. Baron Edwards for strategically placing her in his Motown Review tribute show and his R&B show band, forcing her into an exciting new world of professional singing. Dana quickly became known as an established background vocalist, supporting several local bands and solo artists over the years. 
She often says her experience has shaped the voice you hear today and credits her family and peers for pushing and loving her back to the center stage. Shana's debut single, That's My Song, which features open rapper songwriter producer Kinwan, was released by C-Town Records, a hip-hop and R&B independent label based out of Cleveland, Ohio. Her follow-up single, Dance All Night, was released on Thanksgiving Day in 2018. Both singles charted in the U.K. Dana is currently in the process of finishing her freshman album entitled Uncompromised. Indy Fire listening audience, I present to you our guest for the evening, the mistress of soul, Dana Blackwell. Hey! How Thank are you? you? So you know, I'm sitting here like I was waiting for my applause, but I forgot to hit the button. Um, I got to get better, you know. I got to get better. So yes, my applause. Yes, as I stated earlier, <laughs> Dina was on the first season, uh, season one of Indie Fire, and we're now on season three, and she's back again. And I'm elated to have her here. I was I was very excited to have her here the first time. Um, just you know, reading her prolific bio and. Um, just listening to her voice um, and what she brings forth, you know, when she speaks and opens her mouth to sing. But now I'm even more excited because, you know, I, I got a little rapport. I got a little rapport built with her now, and I've been able to follow her over the course of, you know, two years and just see um, all of this, you know, her dreams and aspirations just come to fruition. So I am so glad to have you back here with I gotta stop saying us because there's no. I'm the only us. All right, so I'm glad to have you back here with <laughs> us again um, this evening. So I want to jump right in this interview because we have a lot to talk about, a lot to talk about, and a lot of music um, to give the listening audience. Now I know that your bio states that you began in in church, four years old, singing in church, and that that's a, the bulk of the artists that we have on the show. Um, that's where they got their, you know, their roots, you know, are planted in the church and then later on you know something transpired in their life and they started um, on the path that they're on now so yeah at four years old when I mean like four how how were you comprehending you know what you're seeing and and what to talk about and if words made sense and you know talk about how all of this started for you at the age of four yeah you know I just Pick that age for because I can tell you I've been I've always been singing I can't really pinpoint the exact year you know I remember my dad used to have this joke around the house will that girl ever stop singing you know like I would sing the commercials on TV the jingles on the radio the you know the 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 jingles for the television shows all of that you know it just was something that was just born in me, you know, and when we started going to church, I just gravitated towards the music department and, you know, that Jesus loved me and the the children's choir, you know, that kind of thing and standing up before the congregation and hearing, you know, let the yours use your baby, you know, and all of that. And, and, um, yeah, I can just really remember singing all the time, you know. I don't know. Do you come from a musical family? No. My mom uh, loved music. She played music all the time in the house. Um, She wasn't a singer, um, but she just had this love and appreciation for music, and it just, 
it, it just came alive in me. And I think maybe the singer she wanted to be uh, was birthed in me. You know what I mean? And I remember her telling me um, as when I was a teenager, like, you're going to sing. You're going to sing. My, my aunt, uh, you know, I think I was seven or eight. I remember we were in the kitchen cooking something, and I think I, I was baking my first cake, and she was telling me, you know, when you grow up, young lady, I believe you're going to sing, you know. Right. I, I just remember, like, shaking my head, no, because I was really, 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 really shy at that age. And so there was nothing within me that could imagine that I would be singing in front of people at this point in my life. But here we are. Wow. And and your voice spans over not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, probably all the genres. Um, I can see country listed. Um, but <sighs> how, <laughs> when you're, when you're <laughs> writing your music, how do you go from, say, R&B to rock and roll or, you know, from jazz to mm-hmm. funk? How do you go in and out? How do you intertwine all of these different genres? I think the best way to describe it is, you know, Music is music. It's it's just language in and of itself. The genre is, is defined by, you know, some some genre god, I guess, that decides, you know, this is this and this is that or whatever. But at the end of the day, you know, I can credit my experience in the band Thrill Train to opening me up to singing all these different types of music. But I must say, in my home, uh, my dad loved country western. He was from Memphis, Tennessee. Um, he played that music all the time. I knew a lot of the songs, like Chris Gale and Dolly Parton, you know, not necessarily oh, wow. meaning that I, I sang them live on stage, but I definitely was singing those songs. If he was playing them, I was singing them, you know. And, and of course, my mom loved jazz and, and uh, you know, R&B and classical music. It, it was just, it, it just, music was all around me. And I, you know, just gravitated to it. I think that's the best description I have. <laughs> so how would you describe your musical style? Um, I, I, you know, I try sometimes. Uh, I think one time I told someone it, it seems like it's a gumbo pot, you know. But, no, I, I think definitely it's really soulful R&B. You know, that's the music I love the most. It's what I gravitate toward even when I'm, you know, choosing songs on my playlist, um, my personal playlist to listen to, you know, other artists as well, R&B, soulful R&B. Speaking of other artists, what do you think of the current state of um, the music industry? Mm. Well, I can say this. I feel, I think we talked about this the last time uh, I was on with you, and in the last few years, I do feel like there is this shift towards a focus of R&B. And even in the, the indie realm, you know, I, I pay attention. I'm listening to other artists, you know, watching and studying, and I'm seeing a lot of R&B coming out, you know, and uh, it may not hit the airwaves, but it's definitely out there. And I'm so happy and excited for um, where music is, is moving, because we definitely need to get some more of that soulful uh, R&B music back, um, what we call R&B, not, you know, so 
so much as as what has been uh, forced on, upon us as quasi R and D, you know. Yeah. And that's interesting that you you mentioned that um, we've had several uh, real soulful R and B singers on uh, this year, and. Uh, when you listen to their sound, like they they went back. I mean, I, I think all of them are probably around my age, um, but they they went back to like the nineties R and B, or maybe even later. Um, but it's it's very soulful, and it's what I feel that the industry's missing right now. Everybody's so um, repetitive, and everybody's so um, there's no imagination. There's more imitation. Mm-hmm. And yes. so these three women, I've seen them just bring back um, R&B and soul. Um, and so, yeah, I want to shout out to Cecil Davis out of Cleveland, Ohio, and Tario um, T. Range out of Cleveland, Ohio, and Tail Dash out of Tampa, Florida. These three young men are bringing back what he's been lacking um, as far as R&B and soul is concerned. And so, um, yeah. 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 And there's a, like a group out of uh, coming out of Oakland, California, Park Avenue. Who from uh, some of the key players in, in that group are former Tony 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 members, and uh, definitely bringing back that soulful R&B sound. And um, I can I can see that music bringing us right back to where we need to be. And they're they're another group to keep your eye on. Yeah, and they and they're called. Mm-hmm. Park Avenue, and they have a their, their new uh, EP is called Soul Palacing. Fire every track, you know. <laughs> but anyway, that's that's just me. I, you know, I love music. I love supporting other artists, and uh, as they have supported me throughout my career, you know. Yeah. Where do you find your motivation? I know that you've mm-hmm. been doing this for a long time. How do you um, get up daily? and go about your daily routine, incorporating, you know, uh, your craft and not get distracted, um, mm-hmm. but stay motivated and focused. What what allows you to do that? Well, I think the biggest thing is I have a manager that checks in with me daily, and he gives me a checklist of things to do, you know. <laughs> but, but aside from that, I mean, he calls me every morning, okay, this is what I need, <laughs> we need to do today, you know. But other than that, you know, the biggest thing is I love this thing. I, you know, I, of course, I have a job that pays the bills. Um, music is my sanity. It's what keeps me centered. If I, without it, I'm not sure there would be this Jaina, you know. But um, I love it. I love doing it. So it's not a problem there. Uh, the motivation comes with okay trying to figure out how to let the music go to focus over there to go to work, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> just leave it alone, you know, and, and, and yes. know that I, I, know. I must go and take care of business and let it right. go for a little while. But even while I'm at work, you know, I have some very supportive coworkers and, uh, you know, and it's exciting to hear them talk about my music. So that's even more motivating in and of itself. So, Kind of cool. Awesome. If you're just tuning in, you're live right here on Indie Fire with your host, Nakia. My special guest is Even D. Keep Town Records, Mistress of Soul, has been a Blackwell. 
I'm going to jump into this track right here, and then when I play it, and then we're going to come back and talk about it, because this is the one that I was talking about. Like, you'll figure it out, all right? <laughs> this is Jada Blackwell. Talk to me about that song right there. Oh, I don't even know oh how this was past me. <laughs> Look, I was trying to get everything ready, make sure Monica had everything uploaded. And I saw the email that she sent me, and I was like, wait a minute. We missed a song. 
let me hear this right quick because I I have already heard the other songs. Let me listen to this right quick, and I was like, oh shit, Jill Scott! Oh my god, <laughs> this that song right there, like you see, I'm all excited, right? I'm all hyped up now. Yeah. <laughs> that song to me is is that gonna be? Is it old? Is it new? Is it gonna be on the album? What? Um, we're not sure. It, it is an older track, um, but it hasn't. We really haven't pushed it out yet. We're trying to figure that one out. But Tomb Setting is the name of that one, and isn't it just describing what we were just talking about? I, I think that you know when Ken Yan wrote this track, he was writing it about what I was dealing with at the time, trying to focus on my music, but yet I still had to make sure I was paying these bills. Uh, we had this deadline right. that we set for ourselves. And uh, to get this music out, you know, and uh, he kept harmony. Okay, we got to get in the studio. You keep canceling. What's going on, you know? And so basically that track was is explaining everything I was going through at the time, performing live on stage, a star here, then having to come down and go back to the real world and, and handle everything. So basically that that is that is the track. <laughs> And you know, it was Tomb it didn't setting. take me long to figure out the name was Tomb Setting. Um yes. and I I I don't know, the energy <laughs> the energy that is in that song and yes, what you you know, the message that's being um put forth in the song, it's the whole the total package, the beat, the just everything. Like, I don't know how I, I slept on that one. I don't know. I don't know. But if you yeah, want my advice, my yes, favorites. it needs to be, like, number six. It needs to be number six. Yeah, number six. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the hardest thing is is, is um, it was one of my favorite songs. You know, he and I, we had this whole concept picked out with the video and everything. And, yes, And then yes. the focus just got on to another track but you know the still the vibe is still there and I, I definitely um still consider that one of my favorite songs because it's just it's me it was every when he wrote it I was like I got the lyrics and I was looking at it and I'm thinking to myself did he just like sit down and write this about me yeah this is about me <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> So, yeah, but he was real frustrated with me at the time when we were going through the process. So it's crazy that this song came out like that, you know? <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's phenomenal right there. That's phenomenal. Um, you're talking about um, him writing um, the music or the, you know, lyrics yeah. to some music. Um, what What is your songwriting process like? Do you write your lyrics first or do you have to hear the beat first and then write? That's crazy because, you know, um, I hadn't even touched a pen to write any songs really um, before I met Kenyon, and he kind of, you know, inspired me to do so. Actually, we've co-written a couple tracks, and it's crazy because, you know, I used to think I had to hear the beat first, but I have this song that I'm searching for a beat that I've already written. And um, so that's one thing that, you know, so I could be all over the board, you know, and uh, I think it's just you go with the flow. So for me, I, I'm kind of flexible in that way, you know, but I took, I took the example of um, Ken Yan and watching him and studying him, how he comes up with a concept through the beat, and then that's how he comes up with um, 
with the song, and usually he does the hook first and then goes back and does, uh, um, you know, the rest of the songs, the rest of the songs. That's that's how I write music. Um, the hook first, and then I feel like everything else can fall into place after, after that. Yeah. yeah. And speaking of him, um, now I had the opportunity to hear this song several years ago, uh, and the song's still fire. So, um, I talk about growth a lot on the show. If I had you on the show three years ago and you're still playing the same song, still pushing the same song that you were pushing three years ago and you've done nothing else, where is it growth? What are you in this industry mm-hmm. for? What are you doing this for? Uh, but I've had the 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 luxury, yes, to uh, be able to follow you on all social media and, and see your growth. Um, in what ways has the newer music changed from when you first um, started started recording again? I, I think that, you know, it's uh, the experience on pushing the first track, that's my song, um, has opened me up to new audiences worldwide um, and even, you know, a new genre of music uh, due to a remix that was done to That's My Song by Colin Watson. Uh, it was a house mix that was put on the track, and it just changed the song totally, but it opened up a new arena for me as an artist to step into a new genre. And I think that with the newest track, Dance All Night, it's a house-driven, um, but it's still soulful, you know. So I, I think that the growth has been embracing uh, new music uh, and new fans worldwide, which is, I don't know, it's, it's, I, every time I say it, I get goosebumps because um, who knew? that, um, you know, we would break ground in the U.K. like this, and it's awesome. The reception is is, uh, magnificent, and uh, I'm so excited for, you know, things to come. And, you know, I was talking to my manager this morning. I won't be long, but but I was telling him, you know, um, to have DJs contacting the label, asking when is the the album coming out, when are we going to get new music from Jana Blackwell, what? You know, like, <laughs> when does that happen? Girl, and yes. so, you know, and so I, I think that, you know, that is the growth. There is the growth. Being able to see that there's all these producers contacting me wanting to do music, there is the growth, you know, and um, the numbers. It, it, there's just growth overall, you know, and just me as an artist, uh, you know, I, I see it all the way around, and I'm excited for the things to come. I want to jump right into That's My Song uh, right here. You want to introduce the song for us? Uh, that's My Song featuring Kenyon. Um, it is. It's my song. It's everybody's song, you know, doing dances to it, making up dances to it. it it's a good thing. You know, it's exciting. I hope you love it. Uh, there's been a, quite a few remixes of it, and we're excited for that as well. So next up is That's My Song featuring Kenyon. I'm headed 
out the door, yes, I'm feeling myself. Calling up my girls as I head into the nightlife. work, no play, take heat, better listen. Get that money, don't let it make you. I know what's up, can't play them games. He's choosing, but I'll pay. Been there, done that, so I'm not surprised. Was the top one in my class. Don't hold your breath, cause you might turn blue. Trying to wait on something big. Have a backup plan to ensure yourself. Hit, 
you're just tuning in, you're live right here on Indie Fire with your host, Nakia, and our special guest this evening, T-Town Records, Mistress of Soul, Miss Dana Blackwell. I think that song will always be a favorite um, because it was the introduction to Dana Blackwell for me. And so mm-hmm. it still remains in um, in um, my music library. Uh, I got a I got a special one. Of course, I keep all the artists. You know, I had a favorite song by every artist. Um, but because you were on the show so early, it's like number two. Um, so mm-hmm. if I don't make it through all like all like uh, like 102 tracks, I'm always gonna hear that one. And it's a um, I listen to this playlist daily. So that song is always, even though I'm gonna add um, I'm gonna add some more music of yours uh, that one always will be uh, right at the top i'll always hear that on a daily basis um i don't know i got lost there for a minute uh <laughs> just thinking about uh, that the drop that played if, you, if you're listening and you want to submit drops um for the show you're more than welcome to because we, we got to clean that one up we really do and somebody was joking me um tuesday as a matter of fact they heard the drop and they said wait a minute you've had like in the past three years, you've had like four male co-hosts and now you don't have a co-host again. And there are, you know, extenuating circumstances. That's why I haven't replaced my previous co-host, but they said to me, you know, your love life is kind of the same way. Like you go through co-hosts, like, you know, you go through panties and that's how you go through men. Like, panties. And I'm like wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's funny what your fans notice. You know, it's really funny. Um. But how does speaking of um, like not relationship wise, but family wise, um, how supportive mm-hmm. is your family of your career? I have the best support from my kids. You know, it's that is alone exciting. You walk into a room and you hear your kids singing your songs. You know, I silently, you know, cheese from ear to ear. And, uh, <laughs> like, right now, um, they're home from the youngest ones. They're home from school. Usually they would be all over me in the in the room, but I let them know, you know, this is business right now. And close my right, door, right. and they're giving me my space. Uh, they're very, very supportive. And, you know, I just can't – I can't describe to you what a good feeling that is um, – my sister uh, is so supportive. Actually, you know, she's so supportive to a fault. Like, she will fuss at me and, and give me the business if I'm not, if she feels like I'm not on track or, you know, if I turn down an opportunity because I can't do this or that. And she's always like, you know, let me know and I will handle it for you so that you can go off and do this, you know. And it's, it's right. a blessing. It's a blessing to have that. Yeah, I, I I totally agree. Um, I have four children, and uh, my boys are kind of just hit and miss on, you know, like, can you get me some tickets to go here? Or, you know, um, I need, like, VIP passes or, you know, my boys. But my daughter is, like, there religiously um, and has been since, you know, I started in this industry. Um, so to have the support of the children, you know, um, is, is huge. I, I completely I get it. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, oh, which but one of your songs? give you a hard time, too. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. 
my 12 year old, you know, Coachella was just recently. She goes, Mom, are you going to Coachella since you're so famous? You know, <laughs> or she'll say little, <laughs> little remarks like that to me. You know, I'm like, hey, you never know one day, you know. <laughs> yes, yes. I remember when my music first got on iTunes and I had my first um, magazine interview. And my boys joked me, you know, like, oh, so you big time now. Like, and then I think when when our music was being put out, uh, when the label was putting all of our music out, um, it was something that now anybody can distribute, you know, their own music yeah. multiple ways. But we, working behind the scenes as an A&R at the label, um, and just being able to see all that goes into, you know, marketing and the distribution and, and all of that, I felt at that time, like, I was big. Like, that that was huge. You know, that was mm-hmm. huge to me. And now somebody's like, all right, so I know uh, Greg's probably listening. I do owe him some information uh, for the magazine. But it's like I'm so busy and focused on um, the independent community and being able to provide this platform for them um, to get their, you know, brands across um, nationwide that I seldom take the time to uh, promote myself. You know, and yes. the show, because the show promotes itself, you know, but I I rarely take the time just to promote me. And so um, just having little people in your corner um, is, is amazing. It makes a difference for me on a daily. It really does make a difference. Um, on which one of your songs do you think that you have delivered your best performance, um, both emotionally mm. and technically? In my core uh, is. A very, it was a very emotional experience for me in the studio. And out of all the songs, I actually was actually crying uh, singing that song. And so, um, although we had to do a couple retakes, because you know how when you te- you're tearing up, it's hard to sing, your voice vibrates yeah. or whatever. But I think that in the storytelling process of that song, um, I believe that that was my best uh, experience. And it's a good song to do live, too, because I can go right back to that place where I was uh, emotionally mm-hmm, mm-hmm. recording mm-hmm. that every time I sing it live. So definitely that. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Now, your latest track um, that was pre- um, released Thanksgiving Day 2018 is Dance All Night. Talk about that just a yeah. little bit. Dance All Night is a, a track that was presented to me by, you know, Mr. Gregory Beasley of C-Town Records, and it was, um, it's a song by uh, um, Rodney Moe and, and Bob Killer B. Hunter, and also Gregory Beasley. And it was exciting to do because, like I said, it walked me into this new genre of house, uh, not new to everyone, but new to Jaina. Um, and it was it's a whole new world, you know, and it's upbeat, it's fun, and um, it was exciting to do in the studio. It just came alive in in the studio. And actually, I could say this, it was my first time running my own studio session when I was recording that. I, I always depended on someone else to be there to tell me, do this, do that, okay, that's good, or retake that. And, and I used my own better judgment in recording that track, and so I was excited uh, to present it. <laughs> It was my baby, you know. Hey, hey well, that's <laughs> growth. That's growth right there. 
Uh, if you're just tuning in, you're live right here on Indie Fire with your host, Nakia, and our guest, uh, the mistress of soul, Dana Blackwell. And right here, I'm going to give you Dance All Night. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
Yes, if you're just tuning in, you're live right here on Indie Fire with your host, Nakia. And that was Jaina Blackwell, the mistress of soul, with dance all night. I've been dancing since I got that, I'm going to tell you. I normally don't listen to music in advance, um, but, you know, I know you, you family. So um, when Monica <laughs> sent me that, I was like, oh, wow. Like, I feel like I've, I've been in under a turtle shell or something, and I've missed everything that you've done. Um <laughs> You know, I will continuously promote you and, and what you do, but I felt like I was left out on that one right there, or I missed it somehow. I, I don't know how. I don't know how. Um, as a season. Well, I think, I think because it was, it was pushed internationally first. It was just some of the DJ friends that I've made along the way have been uh, playing it here in the States, but it definitely uh, – making moves in, in the UK, so we're excited. <laughs> I'm excited for you guys. I really am. As a seasoned um, artist, for someone who is just starting out and they just heard Dance All Night and they're like, yeah, that sounds like my sound. That sounds like, you know, exactly like me and, you know, I'm loving everything I hear that she's saying and um, I, I need to know more. What piece of advice could you offer somebody who's just starting out or even somebody who's been in the industry for a minute, what what would you say to them at this point? I would say, you know, first and foremost, follow your heart. Uh, know that there's many different ways to um, make money in this industry. Um, you know, everything you see is not uh, the end-all, be-all, if you will. Um, you know, images in, are created and uh, die every day. <laughs> but the biggest thing is uh, learn the business for yourself. And that is all aspects of the business. Like you just can't mm-hmm. be an artist who's going to write the music, step in the studio, record, perform. That's it. You need to know everything that goes on behind the scenes. Um, oh, that is so true. <laughs> And that's so true. you know that's true. yeah you have to you have to. Um, I mean, we yeah. see so many yeah. examples of of artists that have allowed others to to um, you know handle that for them and where they have ended up. Even artists that have earned Grammy awards and you right. you see all these big dollar signs behind their name, but not realizing that. You know, some of them cannot pay a phone bill or actually make mm-hmm. a mortgage payment or right. whatever. And, and I think that that's all because, you know, when when artists um, come out with music or when their music hits the radio, you know, the assumption is that they've made it, you know, and uh, that is so far from the truth. And, and I, I think that there needs to be, uh, you know, these new artists that are coming up, you definitely have to know uh, where your money is going to come from if you plan to, you know, survive or actually eat off this, uh, if, if that is your plan or goal. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. This was the quickest interview I, I think I've ever had. Um, everybody gets the same amount of time, but I swear, like, you, this is one of those episodes where you, you want it to be, like, two hours so you could just keep um, digging in. Uh, and digging on in to the life of Dana Blackwell. Unfortunately, we are down to the end of the show. I want to go ahead and give you the opportunity to get your contact information out so that those who are listening now 
if they're interested in, you know, of course, purchasing your music, um, getting you on a tour, I don't know, producing some music for you. Um, this is an opportunity now for you to go ahead and speak to those individuals or for those who may come back and listen on a callback show. The floor is yours. Yes, all of that. We need all of those contacts. Uh, you can bring that all over to ctownrecords.com where you can find all of my contact information, social media, at Dana Sings 2, uh, J-A-Y-N-A-S-I-N-G-S, the number two. You can that'll get to the Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube, and uh, yeah, we'll be waiting for you. There you have it. Make sure that you're following the show on all social media platforms at Indie That's E N D I E F I Y A. Make sure you're following me on all social media platforms. Girl in Motion, G R L N M O T I O N. And for those who follow me. You know what's coming up, finals, exams, projects, business plans, all that bullshit, yes. So because of that, <laughs> the, uh, for the next week, we will be on hiatus for the next 10 days, uh, beginning tomorrow. Um, there's no, um, he, said, he said on Saturdays, there's no New Music Mondays on Mondays, there's no Tuesday Tuesdays on Tuesdays, there's no Indie Fire on Thursdays. Uh, we will return on um, Tuesday, the 14th of May. Um, all new episodes, and uh, graduation is the 17th of May. You know what's really jacked up? Like, I'm not attending graduation um, because I've done this before, and my daughter graduates in, in like, two weeks after me. And then my mother graduates uh, the week after her, or the same week as her, right? So for me, um, these two ladies are my queens, right? So the focus, I want all the focus to be on them. When all of our relatives are coming from, you know, near and far, I want the focus to be on them. Um, my mother's graduated multiple times as well, but um, I just, that's just my personal opinion. I want, you know, the focus to be on them. Well, um, my advisor kept calling me saying, hey, you need to get your cap and gown. You need to get cap and gown. I know you're not going, but you need to get your cap and gown, right? So I go to get my cap and gown today, last day to get the cap and gown. Why? They don't have my cap and gown. <laughs> so I'm like, see? They got all my cords, you know, all my auto cords and whatever. But I said, see, that that's the sign. It wasn't meant for me to be at that graduation. But this is graduation season. So if you have a graduate in your family, um, we're congratulating you now, wishing you much success, much happiness. Um, I know I'm excited uh, for the next journey in my daughter's life. We'll miss Mother's Day, uh, which is on May the uh, 12th. Yeah, May the 12th is Mother's Day. So happy Mother's Day um, to all the mothers. And I know somebody's got their tongue stuck out now and their lips poked out, but all the men who have to step up and play the role as mommy as well. Um, big up to you, and happy Mother's Day to you all. So we'll see you again 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Tuesday, May 14th, the Tuba Tuesday. Dana, thank you so much for joining us this evening. You could have been anywhere, but you chose to take the time and spend it here with us on Indy Fire. So thank you. You know your family. You're welcome back at any time. Shout out to you, Greg. I know you're listening, and I will get that information to you uh, by the next publication. All right? Let me leave you guys with a Thank quote. you so much for having me. I you're welcome. You. You're welcome. <laughs> Music is a language that doesn't speak in particular words. It speaks in emotions. And if it's in the bones, it's in the bones. That's Keith Richie. Until our next episode, have a good night. <laughs>